Hey everybody, this is Black Women with Other Brothers, your podcast for Monday, May 18th, 2020. I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I'm coming to you from the formerly beautiful downtown San Francisco. Well, sweethearts, how are you doing today? I am doing pretty good. I'm recording this around 10 p.m. I'm basically a nocturnal person anyway. I like to get the podcast out before the day is over. If it's, I say, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, that means I have until midnight to post. That's how my bohemian mind thinks of it. So thank you for tuning in. And, of course, Black Women with Other Brothers podcast comes to you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, under 10 minutes. Today I took a day trip, and I hope you are doing okay. I'm really concerned about everybody, what... I couldn't imagine if there are children in the house or you have a part-time job and you're living check to check. It's just, oh my goodness, so many people are having a rough time. Some people are doing okay. Some people, you know, their lives haven't changed much. And a lot of people, their lives are upside down. And we have to acknowledge that and show empathy for people. I know that I'm showing empathy for people. We're having challenging situations, and I encourage them to go forward. It's, you know, it's, you got to get some decompression in your life, which is what I did today. I took a day trip. Would you like to hear about it? Well, I live downtown San Francisco, and if you haven't heard from me kvetching about it a little bit in every one of these podcasts, Downtown San Francisco is, to me, it's in a state of emergency. I feel we need the National Guard because the mayor, London Breed, she has allowed all these junkies who cannot afford to live here anyway. Don't be brainwashed and think, oh, poor people are homeless. No, they're junkies. They couldn't afford a house on their best day. Junkies lose housing, children, jobs. Junkies lose everything to drugs. So these are the hardcore druggies that are on the streets of San Francisco. Your regular homeless person that gets priced out of housing or loses their job, they pack up and get out of town. They have something called Homeward Bound. You could go to the welfare office in San Francisco and they will give you a bus ticket anywhere in America to get out of town if you cannot handle it. So these junkies you're hearing about, please save your empathy, people. Save your empathy. So I got away from downtown San Francisco. I went to the Fisherman's Wharf District. It's a tourist area. Of course, I have situational awareness. Even though I go to an area that's safe and protected, I don't drop my guard. I'm still paranoid about my purse. I make sure I don't have my phone in my hand. I watch my back. I don't like anybody close to my back. If you have ever walked with me, you will see I'm completely paranoid. I don't like, I've been, I've been socially distant before it was a thing. I'm serious. I, because you just can't trust strangers. You don't know when somebody's going to go off. And if they're like an arm's length grab from you, they could just do anything. So I like to give people space. And I was in a protected neighborhood today. It's a tourist neighborhood. And of course, tourism is down with this virus and San Francisco being sheltering in place for two months now, over 60 days, the first North American city that sheltered in place. 
And by the way, if you've never listened to Black Woman with Other Brothers, all the podcasts are under 10 minutes. I hope I mentioned that. Short podcast. Anywho, I escaped my neighborhood, and I don't spend a lot of time on the streets anyway. I have a tastefully decorated place. Um, I like my place. I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm comfortable in my home. And I like to get out of my neighborhood. I'm a mobile woman anyway. I don't just like to stay in my neighborhood. And the Fisherman's Wharf District is so beautiful, guys. It's right on the ocean. You could stand and just see the Golden Gate Bridge that takes you across the bridge, uh, leaving San Francisco to Northern California. It's a gateway to Marin, uh, Sausalito. Um, then it takes you all the way up to Napa Valley. Calistoga, like the water. Uh, Northern California has some very, uh, Sonoma, oh my goodness, beautiful cities across the bridge. So you're standing there, um, sea lions making their noises. There's ducks in the water, and this is the bay leading out to the ocean. Uh, people swimming in wetsuits, uh, tourists, immigrant tourists, just a few. I could tell they were tourists, even though, you know, tourism is decimated. And mainly locals. There's an In-N-Out burger on the strip, the tourist strip. And I'm corny. I admit it. A lot of uh, so-called hipsters or bohemians make fun of the fishermen's wharfs district in their city. They, they try to pretend like they're too cool for school. I'm corny as they come. I'm from Wisconsin. I like going to places that are real chill and, and just like normal and being around people who are not snobby. So I love going to the Fisherman's Wharf District. And there's this big city park. It's called Ghirardelli Square, like the chocolate. The chocolate factory is like right around there. And there's a cable car turnaround. All sorts of really, you could take boat rides to Alcatraz. It's, it's popping. But since tourism has decimated, it was pretty quiet. And I loved it. I hadn't been down to the water since the um, virus uh, shelter in place started. I got teary because I just like thinking, wow, this city is so beautiful. It's this gorgeous city. It was blue, the Golden Gate Bridge. And then I went to In-N-Out Burger. In all of your cities, you, you probably have a chain of hamburgers that everybody says is the best. Well, I say In-N-Out Burger. It's like a California cult favorite. They don't have it in other states. I think maybe a couple other cities outside of California. Um, I went to In-N-Out Burger, hadn't had a burger. I even drank a soda. Now, that's something I rarely do. Very Northern California that way. I ordered a number one, which is a double cheeseburger. I know, my diet, right? I said, the haystack with that. I ordered a double cheeseburger, uh, regular fries, and a small Coke, and I ate all of it, and I shared some of the French fries with some cute little birds. I safely sat on a bench. I watched children roll their pants up and get ankles deep in the water. The sun was on my face. I put on my 100 SPF. I had on a pink beret, darling, and a white coat. I felt very comfortable, and I felt good. I was just like, oh, my goodness, the sun. And you guys know that feeling. If you live in a warm area, and say, for instance, it's the first warm day of the year and your face is tilted up towards the sun and it just feels like it's healing you inside and out. And that day trip today, that sort of decompression is what I've been missing. 
I, I'm, I'll be doing more. To me, some, that's an essential trip. To heal your soul is an essential trip. Just like some people need those massages, you need those hugs, that's essential. Some people need to get their head scratched, their head rubbed, their feet rubbed, that's essential. Some people like a hot bath or a hot shower or a nice long nap or freshly cleaned sheets. Whatever you deem as essential right now, you should do. Not over drink, not over smoke, not having sex with some guy who doesn't love you. You could masturbate. But just do something like that so you could continue to decompress and just chill, make it chill. And as for life in San Francisco, yeah, the junkies are still running wild. No, they are not in hotels. Only a very small number and a few who are in hotels are getting catered by the phony, fake, liberal progressives, bringing them drugs, alcohol, weed, cigarettes. Oh, yes, honey. Whew. Now, do you understand why, why I went to decompress? You know, I thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. I appreciate you. I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. Everything's beautiful.